from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming everywhere. You are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Tuesday, February 11th. we got a great show in store for you. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. It is National Marriage Week. We're going to talk about that. What is natural, uh, excuse me, um, uh, National <laughs> Marriage Week and why it's important for us to be able to celebrate that at 715 christina chase is going to be on she writes about life's profound beauty while living with disease disability and dependency uh christina wrote a new book called it's good to be here looking forward to talking to christina all about that book today at 715 gene wells hosts a straight talk and preview her 10 o'clock show this morning and at 745 elizabeth ficacelli who better to have on than today she is um author of many different books but today is also the feast of our lady of Lords, and she has written a ton and researched a ton on Lords, and we're going to talk to uh, Elizabeth Ficacelli all about it. Why today? Why Bernadette is such a giant figure in the life of the church? Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day. I think you know what it is coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get right to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father. We offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How's everything out in Boston, Massachusetts, where you're uh, stationed this week? It's going okay. Last night, another huge crowd, so it's just been a lot of fun so far. Tonight's the last evening of the mission. Then I fly to South Dakota. And you have that direct flight, right? It's uh, uh, Logan (laughs) International Airport in Boston all the way to uh, Brookings. Uh, No, not so much. (laughs) I I fly to Chicago, through Chicago. I see. Hey, how was uh, Fenway Park in the tour? Did you enjoy that? And did you get to climb the green monster, the the big wall in left field? I did. I took a a tour of uh, Fenway Park. I also took a tour yesterday of uh, of uh, President John F. Kennedy's museum, uh, Presidential Library. There we go. And uh, it was really neat. Uh, You can't go into the library, actually, because that's just for researchers. But you can go into the museum that they have. And uh, it's it's really neat. I mean, you go through, you see a ton of different stuff. They got documentaries playing. So um, I've I've always kind of loved documentaries. So that was that was really neat for me. But yes, yesterday was jam packed with me just kind of seeing some of the some of the uh, must sees in the Boston area. Well, you could spend a, almost a month doing that out in that area. So uh, well, pace yourself, my friend. That is always a good tour when you go to Fenway Park, and there's so much to see. 
because uh, that is one of the oldest cities in the United States, so a lot, a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Green Monster was fun. Took a picture on top of that. But uh, it was interesting because they said that uh, regular season tickets for just kind of a uh, maybe, you know, not so much popular game, about 150 250 on top of the Green Monster. Uh, when the Cubs come into town, they said, or the Yankees, those shoot up to about 950 uh, per ticket. So, uh, yeah, you, you, I, I probably am not going to be seeing a Cubs game from top the, the Green Monster anytime soon, but uh, it was pretty neat nonetheless standing up there. <laughs> I'll bet. Well, you know, just a, during the off season, it's always nice to be up there, but during the regular season, that is too expensive. Wow, that uh, mm. I didn't realize that. All yeah, right, well, we've got a couple of days of good weather left uh, here in central Iowa. We'll get to that first before the news and sports right now from the Mercy One studio in Des Moines. Uh, we have partly cloudy skies, 25 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 9 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature is 16 degrees. And we did have some refreezing going on overnight, so be careful of the steps, sidewalks, uh, driveways, parking lots. Uh, everything got refrozen, so be mindful of that, especially if left untreated. And today from uh, from our WHO-TV Channel 13 meteorologist, just Megan Selwa. Uh, today we're going to see mostly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Today's high 36 degrees. We'll have west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, increasing clouds, overnight low of 25 degrees. And then uh, tomorrow, cloudy, chance of snow late in the afternoon, less than an inch of accumulation, a high of 39 degrees, and then everything starts to fall apart. Wednesday night, overnight low of 4 below zero. Thursday, uh, extremely cold weather, partly cloudy, a high of 7 degrees, but the feels like temperature will be 20 25 below on Thursday. Thursday night, an overnight low of 7 below. Then on Friday, Valentine's Day, partly cloudy, a high of 25 degrees. So pace yourself this week. Get out there today and tomorrow, and then that'll be about it. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, a record $58 million is being spent on Des Moines road repairs thanks to the city's local option sales tax. A newly released city budget includes more street improvements in Des Moines than ever before. According to Des Moines City Engineer Steve Neighbor. The first project is a $1.7 million reconstruction of Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway. Now, the Des Moines City Council is expected to approve the Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway project, which includes tearing up the old road and building a new one. The MLK project is one of several made possible by proceeds from the the new local option sales tax. A big portion of that funding will go directly towards infrastructure improvements to help our neighborhoods, according to Neighbor. Uh, Construction is already underway to rebuild parts of Drive, which will be followed by repairs on parts of Hubble Avenue on Des Moines' east side. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last night, NBA G League basketball right here in Des Moines. The Iowa Wolves picking up a win as they defeated the Stockton Kings by the score of 133-129 to at Wells Fargo Arena. Tonight, it's AHL hockey in the second-place Iowa Wild in town, and they will host... San Antonio. They'll face off at 7 o'clock at Wells Fargo Arena in downtown Des Moines. And today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has high school boys basketball, and you'll be able to listen to the game right here tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio as Dowling travels to Des Moines North. And our pregame coverage will begin at 7.30, tip off at 7.45. Join Mike Swain and yours truly for the call from the North High Gym Night, Dowling at North High School Boys Basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight. Once again, for the Mercy One Studio in Des Moines, partly cloudy skies, 25 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 9 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature is 16 degrees. We did have some refreezing going on overnight, so be careful of those untreated steps, sidewalks, and parking lots. Uh, today it'll be mostly sunny with a high of 36 degrees. We'll have west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic
Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Making that drive in, not too bad. No accidents to report. Uh, pretty easy on 235. Heading in from the West Mixer to downtown, seven minutes, seven minutes from the East Mixer to downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, friends, coming up at about 7.15 here, right around the corner, we're going to talk about uh, a new book called It's Good to Be Here by Christina Chase. Um, I want to read to you what she says. She says, I can't walk. I can't sit up straight. I can't feed myself. If you and I meet, the first thing you notice will be my body crumpled in a wheelchair. Once I could at least sit up, but now my weak neck is bent over and my spine bent so much that my head falls heavily upon my left shoulder and my hunched back. Uh, today is the World Day of the Sick, and uh, she's coming on to talk about her book, Her Life, It's Good to Be Here, and how she finds uh, that her littleness is truly holy and something that she uh, has fallen in love with. Uh, I am really looking forward to talking to Christina coming up at 7.15, so make sure to stick around for that. In the meantime, let's have Adam Story on, Director of Marriage and Family for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, today is or this week is also uh, National Marriage Week. Now, what what is that exactly? Yeah, so National Marriage Week, and it's always uh, the week anticipating Valentine's Day. So you know, with Valentine's Day, you have uh, sort of a national impulse to to celebrate love, uh, to celebrate uh, the gift of love. And so, National Marriage Week is a way where uh, it's. The Catholic Church is involved, but it's beyond the Catholic Church, too. But it's an opportunity to focus on the great good of marriage, uh, the great blessing of marriage, and just a little bit more intentionally try to strengthen our own marriages. Yeah, I you know, I think you hit the nail on the head at the end there. Intentionally try to strengthen our own marriages. Um, give us a couple ways that we can do that. If there's someone listening right now, maybe they have a good marriage, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, they're not... Uh, uh, things are going pretty well. What are some ways that they can also still strengthen their marriage? Well, you know, I think a great way to do it, and I think Valentine's Day calls us to, you know, with Valentine's Day, everybody, uh, we feel like, all right, it's going to be date night. All right, I'm going to get a card. I'm going to get flowers. Uh, but the the good of Valentine's Day is this reminder that our love needs to take on flesh, that we need to be able to see our love. We can't just say, I love you, but how do you see it? And on Valentine's Day, we see it in all these small gestures of, of affection and appreciation and things like that. And it, now we don't just do that once a year or a couple times a year. We need to be doing that on a daily basis. But so the first suggestion I would make is, uh, where does your love take on flesh? Where do you see your love? Uh, and do you make sure that you make that a priority, not just once a year, but on a daily basis? 
Mm, yeah. Uh, where, where do you see that love? Uh, you know, and how do you practice that on a daily basis? Um, as you said, it can be easy for us just to get trapped in this kind of lure of uh, Valentine's Day, you know, sweetheart, sweet candy, sweet, you know, everything. Uh, but this is something that we have to practice every single day uh, to be able to make our marriages right. Give us another way. What is another way that we can strengthen our marriage right now during National Marriage Week? Well, so, you know, as in preparing for National Marriage Week and thinking about it, I came across a quote from Pope Francis where he says, love needs time and space and everything else is secondary. And as I read that, you know, it sounds so simple and yet it's so important that if we want to strengthen our marriages, if we want to strengthen our family life, what do we need? Very simply, we need time and space. And so, I think another reminder of this week is, uh, do you take time for your family? Do you take time for your spouse? Uh, do you give yourself the space to foster that love uh, in the midst of all the distractions and all the busyness that we have in our life? I think that's it. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life. Do you got anything coming up you want to promote? Well, so this Friday, there's a Man Up event on Valentine's Day. It's a noon luncheon, and this one is open to girlfriends, spouses, uh, to anyone a man would like to bring with him for this presentation. And we're going to talk about what authentic love looks like. So that's Man Up this Friday at noon uh, over at St. Francis. Yes, indeed. And you will be speaking there. Noon, St. Francis, this Friday, Chick-fil-A as well. It's all free. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life. Talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thanks, John. All right, coming up right after this, friends, Christina Chase is going to be on. Uh, many have called her the 21st century Therese of Lisieux. Uh, she is a disabled woman. Um, she has reflections on God in the flesh and the sacred wonder of being human in her new book, It's Good to Be Here. Uh, I don't think you're going to want to miss this. This is a real honor for me to be able to interview her. Coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Tuesday, February 11th. And a big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. I play basketball, as you know, with Big Dean. But more than anything, Dean has shown me that his faith is number one. Yes, number one over just playtime over there at basketball. Number one over business. Number one even over family. Faith is everything to Dean. Bell Construction, RoofingAnkeny.com. Now, he has been providing residential re-roofs and light commercial jobs to Des Moines, uh, to all, all throughout Des Moines, for a number of years. Over 30, in fact. 963-4494 gave me a brand new roof, and it was perfect. 963-4494. Air International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, vitaefamilycare.com.
Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. After the Second Vatican Council, Catholic laity began to take co-responsibility for the Church, and the Catholic radio movement is one of the great fruits of that post-conciliar Church. Catholic radio edifies, it exhorts, it encourages, it educates, it engages the culture, and on occasion, we entertain a bit. Your partners with your local Catholic radio station, support them. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also, thank you to all those that underwrite this show and underwrite our shows here at Iowa Catholic Radio, especially Blessman International. Thank you for underwriting this show, offering dignity through provision of basic water and sanitation. They dig wells, providing safe sanitary toilets there in Limpopo, South Africa, and doing much, much more. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for all you do for us. We Really appreciate you. BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to our next guest of the day, author of the book, It's Good to Be Here, A Disabled Woman's Reflection on God in the Flesh and the Sacred Wonder of Being Human. Christina Chase joins me. Hi, Christina. Hi. Thank you for coming on. I want to quote you here and uh, what you write in this book. You say, I can't walk. I can't sit up straight. I can't feed myself. If you and I meet, the first thing you notice will be my body crumpled in a wheelchair. Once I could at least sit up, but now my weak neck is bent over and my spine bent so much that my head falls heavily upon my left shoulder and my hunched back. These are words that you write uh, in this new book, It's Good to Be Here. What does this World Day of the Sick mean to you, Christina? I think it's a wonderful opportunity for all of us, of course, to unite with the sick and suffering all over the world, and to pray for them, to pray that they have truly loving care in their lives that um, will help them not only to survive every day, but also to thrive, like your theme song says, and to thrive in, in love, to truly individually recognize each person who is sick and suffering as a person, and to try to to share God's divine love with them, which is self-giving love. And so I pray for all the sick and suffering of the world and for all their caregivers on this day. 
What is the disease that you suffer from? I have spinal muscular atrophy. It's a genetic progressive disease. Mm. So I was a healthy little baby, uh, but then I never walked, and each year I get progressively weaker. So now I'm, well, I'm a practical quadriplegic, really. Um, but I have my loving parents who have always given of themselves completely to take care of me, and uh, they have given me the opportunity to, to have a truly uh, grateful, joyful life. When did you fall in love with your faith? Huh. That actually took a long time. Um, I've always been in love with life, if that makes sense. I've always been glad to be alive, appreciated the, the beauty of the natural world all around me, truly the goodness of being here. But uh, although I thought I knew love and happiness, I really didn't understand the full depth of joy and beauty and goodness until I chose Christ, until I discovered in Him the fullness of being human. And that took a long time. I went on a journey. Uh, I I was raised Catholic, but my parish did, unfortunately, provide me with a watered-down faith, uh, you know, education. And so it took me quite a while. I was, I think it was about 27 when I uh, read the first part of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and really my jaw dropped. I was just floored by the beauty and the wisdom of the Church and, of course, of Christ. Uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, uh, it seems that she has a special place in your heart. Well, you know, I've never had a particular devotion to St. Therese, uh, although my mother did. She didn't outwardly share it with us, but I was raised by someone who loves the little flower. So I think that has had um, uh, an, uh, an effect on my life, where my natural gift to appreciate the extraordinary beauty in ordinary things was nurtured. And so the comparison, I think, comes because of the book, It's Good to Be Here, that there is this emphasis on the little life of Christ. You know, God in the flesh chose to become little and limited like us. And in his sharing of our own little lives, we experience the profound depths of God's love with us always and everywhere, even in the littlest things. And it seems that you've really experienced that now. Um, what are ways that you live out your faith? How, how do you, uh, as someone, as you said, that is struggling, uh, give me the name of the disease again. Spinal muscular atrophy. It's SMA for short. <laughs> SMA, someone that's living with this. How do you show your littleness? How do you live and experience your faith? Uh, well, this is going to sound kind of silly, but simply by being alive. <laughs> And by being fully alive, uh, you know, we are minds, bodies, hearts, and souls, you know. Um, It isn't enough to be spiritual. We have to physically act upon that spirituality. So with me, you know, I can't go out into the world and do these these great and heroic things, but I I can love greatly. I can be willing to share my vulnerability and my struggles with others, and also my joy with others. Sometimes simply by showing up somewhere all crippled and crumpled in my wheelchair. And uh, I have this very easy, genuine smile that 
often people comment on as the most beautiful smell they've ever seen, even though it really isn't. Mm. It's just very crooked and overlapping teeth in one spot, but it's the joy. Uh, it's my true gratitude for being alive, gratitude for each day, my appreciation for the beauty and the, the human love, as well as, of course, the divine love all around me. That is what people see. Uh, in me, and so sometimes it, just our presence can be a real present. Was there ever a period of your life where you went through anger for what it is that you're struggling with? Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> of course. I think that's part of being fully human. Um, the anger, though, was never directed at God, even though I didn't have a close relationship with God for a period in my life. Um, it was just frustration you know, this desire to have a different kind of life, which I think we've probably all experienced at some point in our lives. Just, um, you know, all the losses that I've had over the years and losses of, in, of independence. I mean, I never was fully independent, but just being able to feed myself, you know, I couldn't do that anymore. Um, there's so many things that I have lost along the way. And that can be truly just so terribly sad you know, it's, it's grief, really, and, and anger and frustration. But I did learn that if I focused on all the things that I couldn't do, then I wouldn't be able to see the things that I can do. I wouldn't be able to see the rich goodness and beauty that is in my life. So it's been a, a change of focus. And, it, you know, it's day-to-day, year-by-year. But as I grow and I grow closer in my relationship with Christ, um, the frustration is much less. You uh, you have a simple message, but it's really profound, and uh, it it shows in in I think your witness, as you said, and just being alive and you taking joy in your life, uh, and your message is uh, Jesus loves you. Uh, yes, He really, really loves you. And and as you said, it, it's simple, but it's so profound, Christina, because I, I I don't know how much many of us take time to actually sit back and and understand that. Yeah, and, you know, when we say, blessed are the poor in spirit, um, I think that when we are deprived of things, we often better understand how dependent we all are. We are all dependent upon God, on God's creation, and dependent upon one another. But this isn't demeaning in any way. You know, it's like we put out our little begging bowls, but God is so richly generous that his divine love is pouring out on everyone. And if we're willing to be open to receive it, then we find that we overflow with the receiving of God's love and the giving of God's love. And that's our truest, deepest, and of course, everlasting joy. What's your message to those that may be disabled listening to this interview or those caretakers out there that are uh, taking care of people? Maybe it's mental, uh, maybe it's physical. Uh, What is your message to them? Well, first it might be to buy my book. It's good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, seriously, uh, it's, you know, just to take a deep breath, (laughs) to try to stop and uh, to think about each day, each moment, and to try to see the goodness in it. And really, if we contemplate the life of Christ, you know, we understand that He, God, you know, infinite, eternal master of the universe, chose to be dependent in the womb, in Mm. infancy, chose to be helpless chose to be weakened in pain, suffering, even dying, 
And he chose that because he so deeply loves us. He wants to be with us in every situation throughout our lives and for eternity. Christina Chase, everyone, it's good to be here. A disabled woman's reflections on God in the flesh and the sacred wonder of being human. You can find the book at sophiainstitute.com. You can also go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it, they will order it for you. Friends, get this book. Read this book. Christina, uh, I, I, I don't know. Some have called you the Therese of Lisieux of our day. Um, you really you have something special to share, and I, I can't thank you enough for coming on this show and, and doing just that. Well, thank you for having me very much. All right, that's Christina Chase, everyone. Powerful, powerful stuff, uh, my friends. But yes, get this book indeed. It's good to be here, a disabled woman's reflection on God in the flesh and the sacred wonder of being human. I'm inspired. I don't know about you. Boy. All right, coming up uh, right after this, we're going to be uh, talking to, uh, it, it is also World Day of the Sick, but also the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. Uh, both of those, uh, it, yeah, it's all on purpose. Elizabeth Ficacelli, she is an inspirational Catholic speaker and author. She has written a lot on Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe. But uh, yeah, specifically today, we're going to talk about Our Lady of Lourdes coming up right after this. Elizabeth Ficacelli coming up. Don't go anywhere. Tuesday, February 11th, John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Big thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. No, not just the customer service, which is of great quality. The commitment to the quality of workmanship and materials and equipment is next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business, GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. The Gospel according to Mark, when the Pharisees with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders, and on coming from the marketplace they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, Well did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He went on to say, How well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever curses father or mother shall die. Yet you say, If someone says to father or mother, Any support you might have had from me is korban, meaning dedicated to God, you allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition that you have handed on, and you do many such things. The Gospel of the Lord The Pharisees and scribes referred to purification rites, which is a set of rules that pertained to one's diet. They were added to God's law, likely with good intention. However, the Pharisees and scribes are so set on following these rites that they've lost their focus on the law as given by God himself. It isn't wrong for us to have tradition if it doesn't violate the Word of God nor distract us from it.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it online at goldenrulephc.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Your Saint quote of the day coming from Saint Therese of Lisieux: "I will spend my heaven doing good on earth. I will spend my heaven doing good on earth." Uh, coming up, friends, we're going to be talking to Elizabeth Ficacelli, oh yes, on this uh, uh, Feast of Our Lady of Lords. Elizabeth Ficacelli, she has written, boy, she has written more than, than I think anyone on this subject, on Our Lady of Lords. She is a uh, true, uh, I, I guess you would say professional, I mean, she is just an expert on Our Lady and many of her different um, apparitions our Lady of Lords today will have Elizabeth Ficacelli coming up here very soon. Also, Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to preview her 10 o'clock show. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How's everything out there in Boston, Massachusetts, another parish mission? This time, you, uh, I think you brought decent weather to the Bostonians, I, I think. Mm, nah, it's a little rainy. A little rainy today and yesterday. I, I uh, bought an umbrella yesterday, kind of a cheap umbrella, which got me through the day. Uh, in my interview, or interview, at my uh, uh, walking through uh, Fenway and, and walking through the Presidential mm-hmm. Library of JFK. But uh, besides that, it was good. Did they let you uh, throw out the first pitch, even though baseball's not for a few months away? Uh, did, did, did they do anything like that, anything ceremonious? Uh, no, no. The whole the whole field was covered. It tarp everywhere, of course, because of the rain. But uh, now I, I didn't get to see that. But I did get to climb the the big green monster out there. That uh, which you, I did not know that Fenway Park has the tallest wall in all of baseball and the shortest all the way in right field, which is three feet high, a section of the wall. That's so uh, they have both the <laughs> tallest and the shortest. I think that uh, the, the big green monster, I think they said 36 feet. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, that, that is, that's amazing. Now, we sat out in right field right by the shortest fence, so we had pretty good seats there in right, uh, uh, right field, right field foul play uh, area. But, yeah, yeah, I've seen players dive into the stands there in right field at Fenway. That's, that's always interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool, and I'll tell you, you look out into the outfield and you find one seat 
that is red. All the other seats are kind of greenish. And you wonder, why is that one seat red? It's because that's the longest home run in Fenway Park uh, history was hit there, 502 feet. The man said, what do I have to do? It hit him in a straw hat and put a hole in his hat. And he said, what do I have to do to get away from these Red Sox? You know, I, and apparently it's go 503 feet. <laughs> But uh, yes, yes, it was. Uh, it's there. That's still the longest home run in Fenway Park. Interesting story. Well, that's uh, that's great. Yeah, I remember that red seat. I just forgot the story until you uh, brought that back. So, what's uh, what's on day two of your agenda there in Boston? What are you going to tour now downtown? Because uh, uh, the streets yeah. are about as white as a, a, a Des Moines alley, I think. Yeah, now I'm going to go to a coffee shop and sit and write today. That's my day. Okay. Well, that's right. We got that uh, book you're working on. Mm. Yeah, sounds exciting, but, huh? Uh, it does. It does sound exciting, especially when it's raining. Off, it's raining there in Boston, better than snow. So, all right, my that's friend. It. Well, you enjoy yourself. I'm gonna do my best. Do you? Uh, okay. Well, do you have uh, Bostonians uh, listening on the Iowa Catholic Radio app or online? Have you uh, promoted the uh, the show? I hope so. I I promote it everywhere I go. Yeah, I promote it everywhere I go. So uh, hopefully we got a few listening today. All right, sounds good. Well, let's get right to it here. Back in central Iowa, uh, right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently partly cloudy skies, 25 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 9 miles per hour. That feels like temperature at 16 this morning. And uh, we did have some refreezing go on overnight, so be careful of the untreated uh, steps, sidewalks, driveways, and parking lots. It's a little slick under uh, some of that. So right now from the uh, WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwell prepares our weather each and every day. And today... Central Iowa, mostly sunny skies. This will be one of our last two days this week. That'll be nice weather. High of 36 degrees with west south west winds at five to ten miles per hour tonight. Increasing clouds. Overnight low of 25 degrees. And tomorrow cloudy and chance of snow late in the afternoon. But our high will reach 39 degrees tomorrow. Less than an inch, uh, less than an inch of accumulation of snow. But Wednesday night. Overnight low of 4 below. Thursday, uh, extremely cold weather, a high of 7 degrees. It feels like temperature will be 25 below throughout the day on Thursday. Thursday night, overnight low of 7 below. And on Friday, Valentine's Day, partly cloudy with a high of 25 degrees. So we're going to have some extreme cold weather Wednesday night into a Thursday night. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, a record $58 million will be spent on Des Moines road repairs thanks to the city's local option sales tax. Now, a newly released city budget includes more street improvements in the city of Des Moines than ever before. According to Des Moines City Engineer Stephen Neighbor, uh, the first project is a $1.7 million reconstruction of Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway. The Des Moines City Council is expected to approve the Martin Luther Jr. Parkway uh, project, which includes tearing up the old road and building a new one. The MLK project is one of several made possible by proceeds from the local option sales tax. Uh, construction is already underway to rebuild parts of Fleur Drive, which will be followed by repairs to parts of Hubble Avenue on Des Moines' east side. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, uh, NBA G League basketball right here in Des Moines. The Iowa Wolves defeated the Stockton Kings by the score of 133-129 to at Wells Fargo Arena. And tonight, AHO Hockey at Wells Fargo Arena in downtown Des Moines. San Antonio comes to town, and they take on the second place, Iowa Wild. They'll face off at 7 o'clock tonight. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar. High school boys basketball tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling boys at North, and we'll be live from the uh, North Gymnasium. Pre-game gets underway at 7.30. Tip-off, 7.45. Join Mike's 
Swain and yours truly for the call on tonight's broadcast, Dowling at North, boys basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One studio in Des Moines, currently it's partly cloudy skies, 25 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 9 miles per hour. That feels like temperature is 16 degrees. And again, be mindful of the refreezing that went on overnight with uh, untreated steps, sidewalks, parking lots, and driveways, so be careful out there. Today will be mostly sunny with a high of 36 degrees west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not too bad for us as uh, we're making that uh, drive-in. Still no accidents to pass along this morning as you're making the uh, drive-in on 235 from the West Mixer to downtown. That's running about 12 minutes, 9 minutes from the East Mixer in to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's feast day continues to inspire deep devotion and reminds us of the ways that God can miraculously heal us, body and soul. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. In February 1858, the Virgin Mary appeared to Bernadette Subaru, a 14-year-old French girl in Lourdes, France. She instructed Bernadette, who was not altogether healthy, to bathe in the waters of a nearby spring. Bernadette was cured of her infirmity and asked the woman's name. She answered that she was the Immaculate Conception. Bernadette's faith as a 14-year-old was lukewarm at best. Her parents had taught her her uh, few prayers, which she prayed on occasion, but she was not what we might consider devout. Yet when the Blessed Mother appeared to Bernadette, Bernadette was shocked by the respect, the kindness that this woman showed to the poor French girl. The Church has investigated Our Lady's apparition in Lourdes and has confirmed its usefulness for believers. Millions of people go to Lourdes each year, particularly the sick, to bathe in the waters there. In the 158 years since St. Bernadette's first retelling, the Church has recognized 60 miraculous cures at Lourdes, though there likely have been much, much more. We ask today, Our Lady of Lourdes, to pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, Gene. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show this morning at 10 o'clock? Well, I have two uh, wonderful folks, uh, good friends, uh, Marty Flaherty and Ellen Stemler. Marty's the president the principal at Holy Family School, and Ellen is the principal at St. Teresa's. And um, I wanted to have them on, yes, to talk about Catholic Schools Week, which we just finished up. And it's an opportunity to register for this fall, so yes, that's important. But 
really there's a lot of naysayers out there about why do we spend so much on Catholic education? Why does it cost so much? What really is the benefit of a Catholic education, not, you know, to the community? It's like, really, why are we spending all that money? So we're going to talk about that. Okay, that's coming up this morning at 10 o'clock in the evening at 10 o'clock. If you miss it, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com. All of Jean's shows are podcasted there, and she's got many different subjects, many different guests all on there for that hour-long show. That's Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Talk to you soon, Jean. God bless. All right, on this Feast of Our Lady of Lords, coming up next, a woman who has written much about Our Lady of Lords. She's got a lot to say, I'll tell you, and i got a lot of questions for her. Elizabeth Figuccelli coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on this Tuesday, February 11th. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. When planting a landscape, they are passionate about providing natural solutions. Oh, yes. You know, one of the things that I love most about people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love their Catholic faith. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. The Pew family of Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design are no different. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, 493-1060. That's 493 493- 1060. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, February 11th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Ed Hurley. Father Hurley is among our retired priests. Happy birthday. The Catholic Tuition Organization is looking for a full-time marketing administrative assistant to work directly with the executive director for database assistance, support with marketing, social media, and special events. Learn more by visiting ctodsmdiocese.org. If you're a young person in your 20s and 30s, plan on attending the next Theology on Tap event this Thursday evening to hear Bishop Johnson talk about a Catholic take on accompaniment and friendship. The event starts at 6 p.m. at the Sherwood Forest Event Center in Windsor Heights this Thursday night. Learn more by visiting Young Catholics of the Diocese of Des Moines on Facebook. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, vitaefamilycare.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Jean Wells. And would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Lords. Who better to have on than Elizabeth Ficicelli? Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I read 60 uh, miracles there. Uh, or, uh, the church has officially uh, said uh, in Lords. Is that is that correct? No, 70. We are on 70 now. 70? And uh, Oh, there's yeah. 10 more. 
How does yeah, the church go about authenticating those miracles? Yeah, uh, well, you know, it's a tricky process, and when you consider the millions of people who have gone there over the years, um, and thousands and, uh, of cases being examined all the time, and the fact that there's only actually 70 that have been uh, officially authenticated by the church, you start to wonder, well, what's going on? And it's just a, it's a long, um, difficult process with, uh, as people, I'll give a classic example of cancer. If you had cancer and you went over there, and you thought, you know, you had some kind of healing, what they're going to first wonder is, well, did, you were being treated with chemo or radiation, you know, medication, so was that part of this, or was it just Lord? So our diseases, our illnesses, you know, that are being treated are, are difficult today to, to prove, but I'll give you that last case that just happened, the 70th miracle in 2008, was a really good example of a instant crazy kind of change that medical science can't explain. Uh, and it was a French nun, Sister Bernadette Moreau, and she had spinal nerve uh, damage uh, since she was 27. She, All her life, she was with braces on her feet. She had a really twisted foot, couldn't walk, terrible pain. And in 2008, she went to Lourdes, went in the waters, and when she came home, she felt very peaceful, and she heard a voice saying, take off the, the apparatus, take the braces off. And when she did, she was amazed to see her foot was completely straight and normal, and she could walk without any wow. pain. And, I mean, this was a woman who was on, like, morphine for the pain. So that's, like, this crazy example of this instant change that medical science can't explain. So uh, she's our most recent, number 70 over there. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Um, Bernadette Subaru, one of your top three what you call spiritual girlfriends. She is. She's up there for me with Faustina and Therese. And, you know, I love her because I think Bernadette is this saint that is, so accessible to all of us. Uh, she, you know, we have to keep in mind she was only 14 when these apparitions took place. So she's this spunky little kid with some tenacity to to go up against the the town, the police, the clergy. You know, at first, who were all thinking this was a hoax, this this couldn't possibly be true. But you know, the virtue she demonstrated all her life this this simplicity, the humility, the obedience. She was all in. Whatever the lady said to do, she was all in despite all that pushback she was getting from the town. Um, and, you know, I think she's, sometimes we have this temptation to make saints, and saints, you know, this is your topic, John, right? But we can sometimes get tempted to make saints into these, like, porcelain figures that are so perfect and everything. Um, but, you know, sure. she had her flaws. She, she knew she had her flaws. She was working on her, her, her self-will all her life as a, as a nun and everything, really trying to, to achieve her salvation. But, I think she is just so accessible, so friendly, so down to earth that she she really helps us want to be a saint. She's not so far out of our reach. She is right there, and uh, and I love her, and she's so welcoming, and she's been such a help for me as as a wife, as a mother. Now, you have uh, brought to my attention, because I didn't know this, but there is uh, some delicate news to, uh, coming from Lourdes um, here 2019-2020. Uh, numbers seem to be declining in people that are going. Yeah, no, I haven't been there in a number of years. You've probably been there more re- recently than I have. But yeah, what that, that's what I'm reading, that the numbers have uh, declined uh, in recent years. I know first they were hit with all that flooding. The Gov River was really flooded mm-hmm. for a while there. But um, I think in general, and... So they're trying to, you know, what can we do to inspire more uh, pilgrimages to Lourdes? And they've looked into things uh, like there's, from what I'm reading, is a a theatrical production of Lourdes and the apparitions um, there. Uh, I I believe Morgan Freeman has narrated a documentary 
on boards. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're kind of bringing that kind of thing to inspire people. Um, and uh, they've had kind of a change of management over there. And, and from what I'm reading the most lately uh, is that the numbers are increasing. So there, there, there is a, a, an uptick going on. But it's really interesting. Pope Francis has stepped in um, and has assigned a papal on, um, uh, an envoy to Lords, and he just wants to make sure that we're still remembering first and foremost this is a spiritual center. This is uh, where something important happened, and where important things are continuing to happen with healings and people's spiritual conversions. So he wants to protect that and make sure that the the pilgrims are are being re, you know receiving their sacraments properly and and everything is not becoming this commercial Disneyland or something. Not that he said that, but but I'm glad he's kind of keeping an eye on that and making sure it, it's preserved because it is a beautiful beautiful sanctuary right there in the Pyrenees Mountains in southern France. So um, I like to see that that he's kind of keeping an eye to make sure it's protected. Do you, do you know if he's been there? He has, as far as I know, he has, and so John Paul, um, Benedict, and uh, Pope Francis uh, have been there. So it's kind of nice that our recent popes are are giving this sanctuary a, a nod of approval. And um, and I think the, the one who did it the most, I thought, was John Paul because he's the one who uh, then instituted the World Day for the Sick, for so that the whole world can recognize people with disabilities and illness. They they deserve dignity. They deserve our care and our treatment, and they do that so well at Lords. And that's one of the important lessons I learned coming back from my pilgrimage over there to write my book, Lord's Font of Faith, Hope, and Charity, is that we've got, you know, people uh, in our own communities, in our own families who, who are in need and, and physically uh, and mentally and spiritually. And we need to be like Bernadette and, and to reach out to those people and, and to follow her example. One of my favorite uh, testaments to the authenticity of this is the fact that um, Our Lady introduces herself to Bernadette as the Immaculate Conception. And, and Bernadette, she was poor, she was uneducated, she was 14, she would have no idea what that even meant. Uh, but when she says that, when the, you know, the, um, the higher-ups, the bishops and, and, and those that were wondering, you know, who, who is this woman, when she says that, that really kind of caught their, their ear. Yeah, because as you said, there is no way she would have been able to know what that term meant. And we didn't have the Internet back then. We didn't have Iowa Catholic Radio back then, you know, to broadcast these things. So she wouldn't have known. This was theology that had only been um, you know, uh, issued by the Church four years earlier. So it was brand-new theology. So uh, that was uh, the, the, um, the, the turning point for uh, the clergy in the Church because they recognized that Our Lady was uh, verifying you know, really what she had said back at uh, Rudebach to St. Catherine Labouret when she said, Oh, Mary conceived without sin. And here in Lord, she's saying, I am the Immaculate Conception, the one without sin. Hmm. So she's just, you know, once again, verifying who she is. But it's a, a wonderful place to go. I would encourage your listeners, if they haven't, it's not only a beautiful, holy place, but truly alive. And that's what the, when I was over there writing my book, the bishop at the time, um, Bishop Jacques Perrier, was really stressing that Lourdes is not a museum to commemorate something that happened, you know, 150 years ago. Lourdes is a living sanctuary where, you know, healings and God's presence continues to be there, not only through the, the liturgy, the, you know, the, the sacraments, but the stations of the cross and, and the people there and the prayer, the worship and the, the healings that go on, as I said, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Uh, so it's very, very alive, very vibrant. I'm struck by the number of young people who come from all over the world. You know, sometimes you think it's just a place for little old ladies with their rosary beads, but it's not. It's very diverse uh, in terms of people from all faiths who go there, all ages, all walks of life. And uh, 
special things are still happening there. Yeah, I think so. What's your uh, What's your website? It's elizabethsticacelli.com and gearing up to do a uh, another parish mission. So my discovering living and sharing our mission is uh, written up on my website. So you can check that out. And uh, I wish everybody a not only happy uh, Lord's Feast Day, but a happy Lent coming up here. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, Elizabeth Ficacelli, thank you for coming on. One of my favorite guests. You do great. Thanks. God bless, John. Happy Lent. All right. You as well. ElizabethFicacelli.com, everyone. That puts this show in the books. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Gene will be in for me tomorrow as I travel to South Dakota. I'll be back on air on Thursday. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water we never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.